Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Ali Wow is a community activist and advocate liaison for two Philadelphia local nonprofit organizations titled Race for Peace and Urban Navigation. He's also a member of Men of Action Brothers of Faith Incorporated, which is a youth organization group. The organizations were started to spread positivity between youth and police and to also provide mentorship. Um, so, family, I invite you to the conversation with Aline Howell. Well, hello there, Aline. Hello, Carol. Thanks for having me <laughs> on your program tonight. I'm happy to have you here. I did say hello to Aline uh, just shortly before we went on air. And he'll tell you I was out of it. I was out of it. But um, <laughs> but I am so happy to have you join us. Um, it's a pleasure to have you here and to have you share with us about everything in which you're involved. Before we do... Before we get to that, though, I do want to share that uh, some more of our family members are checking in. Steve, Steve Manning. Hey there, Steve. Um, nice to have you join us as well as Malcolm. Malcolm White, that is, who is watching and listening from West Mount Airy. I love that. I love that. <laughs> but happy to have you all here as always. So, Aline, I'm curious to know about every single one of these organizations, Um but first, can you tell us a little about you? Well, a little about me. Originally, I'm from Montgomery County, Ardmore, Pennsylvania, Lower Marion Township. I went to school out there. And uh, now I'm in Upper Darby Township, Delaware County. And um, yeah, that's just pretty much it about me. And I also I'm in the millennial age group. Okay. You know, I guess I still get confused with the with Gen X and millennials. And I, I don't know what's what. I don't know which one is which. I don't know what it is. I guess I'll have to Google all of that to find out. What all the, I don't even know which one I'm in and which bracket I'm in. But in any event, welcome once again. So can you tell us about Race for Peace first? Can we start there? Yeah, Race for Peace was formed in 2016, and it was founded from my father, Andrew Howell. And um, he lives in Darby, Barrow, Colwyn area in Delaware County. And um, it was founded because he wanted to form a better relationship with police officers and our civilians and our citizens, especially in the black and brown communities. So we have local mm -hmm. events in the area, such as basketball games, barbecues, ice skating events. And um, recently, some of our past events, they've been a little bit um, less less in attendance you know we want to invite more people out and stuff um but yeah that's that's what we do to try to mend a better relationship with our local and fellow police officers and um that's been happening since 2016 and the website is raceforpeace.org and we have the facebook page just facebook and it's rfpc social media on Facebook and that's where we post all our events and everything can people can find out about our events. And, um, we're generally located 
um, throughout southeastern Pennsylvania. So that's Bucks, mm. Chester, Delaware, Montgomery, and our city of Philadelphia. So we have events in all the counties and in Philly. And um, yeah, that's basically it about Race for Peace. Wow. Well, I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. So I had a, a misunderstanding, actually. So Race for Peace is an invitation for all ages. To, yes. Oh, wow. To build a better, re- a better relationship with with police. Yes. And are there is there just one um, district of police that come or is there are there several are there? Who's invited from the police departments? All age groups are invited and all police departments that want to participate are invited, Mm -hmm. especially our city of Philadelphia district. So depending on every time we have an event, like say I try to invite our um, local elected officials or something Mm -hmm. like say uh, Senator Anthony Hardy Williams, he came to our event at the Darby Bear Recreation Center in the past before. So then any police department or any district that wants to come out and participate, they will. It just sometimes it just depends on what the location is. Like, is that sure. our area? And then that's where they'll go. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So when you said Race for Peace was started, you, did you say for your father or did your father start? Or did he? He started start? it. He started, started it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, that's awesome. So that's something that the two of you get to do together, which is yes. awesome. Yeah. Oh, that has to be awesome. I, I, I appreciate that. I, I love when family comes together, especially for good causes. Um, so urban navigation. Tell us about that. Ur- now, urban navigation, that was founded by Don Jackson. And Don Jackson is also the co-founder of Philadelphia Technician Training Institute. And also the co-founder is Hameen Diggins. And he's the vice president for Men of Action Brothers of Faith that you mentioned earlier in the intro. So Urban Navigation is an organization to try to solve less gun violence with our youth. And Mm. it's, you know, nowadays, the senseless gun violence, it seems like it's an impossible task to cover. But, you know, they try to do it throughout Billy Penn Studios in Kensington. Mm -hmm. And that's where the studio is located. It's kind of like an after school program. So kids can come to Billy Penn Studios in Kensington and um, they can have music, video games, uh, all all sorts of things, ATV, dirt bike riders, um, training and stuff like that. And, you know, that's what they try to do is mainly try to stop gun violence and mentor youth. Mm -hmm. And then they were just uh, recently on KYW with uh, Raquel Williams, her show, uh, Bridging Philly. So then they did that um, a few weeks ago. So then that's urban navigation right there. So are the youth encouraged to bring um, firearms like they want to get rid of them or donate? I'm I'm not sure how to word that. But if they you know how that how uh, some programs offer the opportunity for individuals to bring um, firearms when they want to get rid of them or, or I'm not saying that properly, but you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, they, I do. If they're in possession of a firearm that they want, that they no longer want to have in their possession, are they able to get rid of it or um, yeah. are there programs that exist under urban navigation for them to do so? Yeah. Me personally, I want to get rid of all guns from everyone, especially illegal guns and banned guns like ghost guns mm. and stuff like that. That's just mm. my opinion personally. But what Don Jackson has going on is he wants to do gun education so that he wants to teach the youth 
um, and young adults and stuff from basically, I guess the, the cutoff range is 30. So then he wants to teach them how to use the gun properly, like hunting mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then, you know, uh, fun activities with guns. But me personally, I want to get all the guns off the streets. But then Don Jackson, he has the thing where he wants to do teaching youth uh-huh. how to use guns properly so that maybe they won't use it as a weapon. He'll just he'll instill in them how to use it. And then, you know, you can go hunting. But me, I don't believe in guns at all, really. But then mm-hmm. he's the founder. So gun education, which I agree with him slightly. But then, you know, that we got to get rid of the guns completely. It shouldn't be any gun education. You know what I'm saying? It should be none of Mm. that, but that's the way he tries to, um, you know how someone tries to maybe teach you something and it's like, okay, I get it. I don't even want to do it anymore. You know, I guess that like reverse psychology. (laughs) Right. 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 I understand that. I definitely understand that approach. I I do. I do. Um, but, but I, like you said, I mean, six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. I understand your point of view as well, wanting to to rid us all of firearms because they're they can be dangerous in the wrong hands. So I definitely understand that. Some more of our family members are checking in. Aaron, hi there. Aaron Dixon is uh, saying hello to everyone. Hi there, Aaron. Thank you for joining us. As is Eliab Strom. Hi there, Kyle. He's sending love to everybody. We're sending right back to you. Hi there, Smitty. He shares what's good, family and friends. Everything's good. It's all love. All love, Smitty. Always all love. Uh, We are talking with Aline Howell, family. If you have just joined us, welcome. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD. We are talking uh, with Aline, who is a community activist and an advocate liaison. Um, He's involved in so much and he's sharing with us the initiatives of the different organizations with whom he is involved so that if in fact we have an interest, we too can participate and be, and, uh, you know, do some things of interest. Now, urban navigation, what do you, what, is there a website that you can share with us or some, uh, a place where we might be able to find additional information? Oh yes. The website is urbannav.com. That's you are, B-A-N-N-A-V.com. And then for the studio location where they set up, that's BillyPennStudios.com. Those are the two websites. Ah. So now, now what, what is your involvement with both of those organizations? So my involvement with Urban Navigation is I'm the community liaison. So I'm basically like an assistant. I'll send out emails. I set up the interview for KYW for Donna Hameen to go on. So I'm basically like an assistant in that way. I'm kind of more behind the scenes with Urban Navigation. But for Race for Peace, I'm more in the front lines and setting up private meetings with our local elected officials and police officers <clears throat> and um, participating in some events and then um, promoting the events. And that's, I'm more involved with Race for Peace and more um, standout-ish for that one. Understandable, understandable. Now, when did you say Urban Navigation was founded? When was that born? Oh, I didn't say that. Uh, it was founded in 2021. That's when it was ah. founded. Okay, okay. So do you, well, with both organizations, do you all encourage the schools to participate in the events that are held as well? Yes, we do. I try to reach out to the schools, say for our last Race for Peace event, that was in December of 2023. It was a talent show slash um, 
a uh, summit event to talk with police officers can talk to the community citizens. But it was really mainly supposed to be a talent show. And I tried to invite the schools that was in Northeast Philly. So mm-hmm. the middle schools and uh, elementary schools out there. But, um, you know, I've been doing this for about eight years now. But then oh. just get the schools involved. It almost has to be like an assembly or okay. something like that. And then, you know, I try to get I try to get in contact with the principals and stuff like that and the Philadelphia school board. But, you know, to get these kids out, you know, I'm not sure what to do at this point. But, you know, yeah. You know. So, you know, when we talk about uh, gun violence specifically in um, in our fair city, when we're talking about it as it pertains to youth, what do you feel are some of the main causes? Well, for our youth nowadays with the Gen Z, I don't know. It just seems like, you know, Instagram was just coming out when I was in uh, high school. Instagram was just coming out, but we had Facebook and Twitter. So, you know, with all this, it was, there was no TikTok, there was mm-hmm. no Snapchat, there, there was mm-hmm. none of that. But, you know, I don't know what it is with the, with the Gen Z nowadays, you know, they're, with the gun violence. Um, people in my age group and older, I don't even know why they're doing it, but, you know, just, it's just senseless, it's ruthless. And with the youth, I just don't know. You would think with all what I'm trying to say is you would think with all this uh, social media that they have and that, you know, they have an avenue. They can even make some good money off of it, too. I heard Mm. streaming and stuff. But I I don't know why they would do what they do, especially with um, cannabis and marijuana, weed. You know, it's practically legal now. So I just so drug selling drugs, selling dope. It's just I, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. don't know. When social media became way more popular in the 2020 era and mm-hmm. the times I'm wearing now, we sometimes you have to just second guess on why there is a lot of gun violence, especially with our youth when they mm-hmm. do it. Like, why are they doing it? You know what I'm saying? What's their, you know, with all this options and who knows? But, you know. Mm. That's understandable. Uh, Family, hey there. If you've just joined us, welcome. You're tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly. Uh, We're going to take just a short commercial break, but know that the phone lines are still open and uh, feel free to comment on our socials. I will do my best, I promise, to read it aloud. Whatever you do, though, stay with us because we're coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hey there, family. We are back. Welcome back to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with Aleem Howell, and he is sharing with us about the the different organizations in which he is involved. Um, and he's talking with us about the future of Philadelphia as it pertains to politics, police, gun violence, 
and crime prevention. And you know that you are welcome to join the conversation. And if you didn't, well, you know now. <laughs> Feel free to give us a call. You can do that by dialing 215-634-8065. You can even call us toll free at 866-361-0900. Uh, you know what? I, I, I know we talked about we actually, you mentioned two of the organizations in which you have involvement. One was Race for Peace and the other was Urban Navigation. Can you also share with us about Men of Action? Men of Action Brothers of Faith, our Upper Darby Township uh, newly elected mayor, Ed Brown. He is uh, basically the organizer of that um, nonprofit organization. And then I mentioned Hameem Dickens um, earlier. He is the vice president of the organization, along with many other men, but I'm not really familiar with them. I'm only familiar with Hameem and Ed, uh, Mayor Ed. But um, yeah, Men of Action, that's been around since 2010, and that's basically a mentored um, organization, and they have basketball games as well, and they collaborate more often with Urban Navigation as a collab group effort event at the Darby Bear Recreation Center. And they're um, based out of Delaware County. So Upper Darby, Darby and uh, Yaden. And mm. um, and they also give Thanksgiving uh, turkey food giveaways. And then they also give, give away toys for Christmas. They just gave away toys for Christmas at the Upper Darby Township building oh, in nice. December. So they do those things. And that that's really great. Uh, the toy giveaways and the food giveaways. And um yeah, that's what that's what they do mostly, and then mentorship for youth. So they're all they do basically all around. Wow. So you know what? I'm I'm thought of something when you were talking about well, just before the commercial break when I was asking you about gun violence, um, and you were sharing. You know, you don't we don't know why we don't know what's happening. We don't know why we know there's there are a lot of elements out here. Um, but I was remarking the other day that I just feel like people as a whole, are just angry nowadays. We're all just angry. Everybody's angry and frustrated. And I'm curious to know, and this is based on my own personal belief. So let me say this family, based on my own personal belief that we have a lot of uh, individuals that are struggling with uh, some mental health challenges. Do any of the organizations also offer assistance in that regard? Uh, you know, any, men any programs to address possible mental health issues? Yes, there was an event last year in June 2023, and then I I um, participated in that event. And through Men of Action Brothers of Faith, they provide things like that, like mental health. Um, oh. They have sit downs with the youth, and it was just for the youth though. And okay. um, they they had a sit down at the Darby Bear Recreation Center, and um, about 20 or more youth came out to that. And then the um, the men talked to the youth and stuff like that. They said, "We're here for you." And we're for you. And um, that's what that's what they do for mental health. And they talked about, you know, how you guys are doing. It was it was a three to six hour event. There was wow. some prize giveaways. So Men of Action does that mainly. Urban Navigation and Race for Peace. Um, they do mentorship. But like for Race for Peace, that's what the police and then Urban Nav, that's to stop gun violence. And then Men of Action, they do more of that mental health part. And that's really impressive. Uh, thank you for that. Some more family members are checking in. I see you there. Hey, Jay. Janine is checking in. I love you more. And you better know. 
can hear me. Uh, Brian Kyle Atkins. Hey, B. He's sharing that this is good stuff. He's loving this. Well, welcome. Welcome to Love and Life. Um, Malcolm is sharing that people are settling beefs on social media with shootouts in the streets. They, you know, now Malcolm, you know, I was educated when we had, I believe it was, was uh, Whitney, when Whitney Thomas was talking about the different types of music. And I, I wasn't aware um, but this is what is happening. But we live in a different world. We live in such a different world right now. Like I was saying, so many people are so angry. And yes, I don't understand these these arguments or discussions that that take place on social media. And then people get together and, and then now we have violence taking place. Um, Chip is joining us. Hey there, Chip, sending love and good vibes. Well, you know we receive them and we're sending them right back to you and eric shares hello Aline. welcome welcome to the word family could you share your thoughts about the drugs crime and homelessness in kensington and does your organization have any input in creating support and or change in that troubled area as well well urban navigation is located out of kensington at the billy penn studios so don and hameem they set that up real great at that studio where it's in old Kensington, Philadelphia with the, um, with the drug epidemic. Um, I wrote a few, um, opinion editorials for local newspapers and news outlets, but you know, I don't, I think only the police and the political leaders can stop that drug epidemic. Mm. But, um, yeah, that's, that's a tough one. And then for, you know, I, I hate to see, you know, the homelessness and stuff. I don't, I don't like that at all. We're all fortunate enough just to, you know, live and pay our bills, you know, month to month and stuff. But with that, there's a lot of um, organizations for that, such as um, Chosen 300. That's out of Philadelphia. I don't know if you heard of that one. Um, no, I'm not familiar. Yeah. Chosen 300. Um, the man that runs that, Brian, he was good friends with my family back in um, Ardmore. That was back in, um, you know, the 80s when they were growing up with my with my family and stuff. And then he has a group called um, Chosen 300 and they feed the homelessness and stuff like that. And um, that, that was basically, I got involved with that one um, when I was younger. I'm not involved with it as much now that I'm older, but when I was younger as a teenager from Zion Baptist Church of Ardmore, Chosen mm-hmm. 300, that's um, a good one. His name is Brian. And then um, that that's one. So you appear to have a spirit of service. What inspired um your desire to serve well when my father started race for peace at first i was confused about it because you know me as a black young man in society and stuff i was when he started what was i I was 19 so then you know um i you know i like the police and i support our police but then again, I understand when there's a predicament with the police and sometimes it's all it's about race because you're black mm-hmm. or brown or something. It can get confusion and tension. But then as the years went by and stuff like that, I understood that we do need to have a better relationship with our police officers. We don't need to hate the police and and all that. But that and then now since 2020 with the gun violence that that really caught my attention and my feelings and stuff because every day in philly there's there's a shooting almost almost Uh, every day mm -hmm. there's a shooting and like you said people are real fed up you know nowadays stuff is so you know different nowadays it's Mm -hmm. not like 
you know, even with your own family members, this stuff is so kind of awkward. You know what I'm saying? It's just we're living in an awkward time zone. Everyone has different opinions and perspectives and views and feelings. You know, we're living in kind of an awkward time right now. And um, especially politically, Biden versus Trump. You know, it's just, you know, it's a lot of confusion. But also with our newly elected mayor, Sherelle Parker, and our police commissioner, Kevin Bethel, you know, after her inauguration, I streamed it and it was a good speech, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm a fan of Sherelle Parker's. You know, I even tried to, I'm trying to still set up a meeting with her and her Mm -hmm. staff members. They got back to me, but I know it's impossible to meet with the mayor. But, you know, it would just be kind of like a sit down, you know, but a lot of people probably want to meet with her now. But, (laughs) you know, and um. Yeah, it's just we don't want to see the same thing each year. You know, mm-hmm, we had mm-hmm. you know, Sherelle Parker. She's not the first black mayor. She's the first female, which is great. But she's not the first black because we had Senator Sharif Street's dad, John Street. We had Mayor Michael Nutter. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. it's not the first black. It's just the first female. Uh-huh. You know, she'll put maybe a mother's touch, uh, you know, on our city and stuff. But it, it can't be the same cycle i think crime and gun violence is down what did they say less it's basically less than 20 percent but that's not enough it should be more like 50 percent or more not at all but then it should be 50 percent or more the gun violence and crime should be down that 20 percent stuff that ain't what any all of us want you know what i'm saying 20 percent. Mm-hmm. what is that that's not that's nothing you know what i'm saying that's what? just Listen, I'm going to take that win. I'm grateful for that, you know, for that 20 percent, because those numbers were really climbing. And and like you said, every day there's you know, there's a victim of gun violence every day. And keep in mind, there are victims um, about of whom we're unaware. You know, there are incidents that take place daily that we just don't know about. Um, so I, I'm going to take that 20 percent, you know, that we're be, that is being reported to us. But I do agree with you. The number I would like for the number to be larger. But I'm I'm just I'm the person that sees the glass half full. So I, I, I'm grateful for that 20 percent. So you were talking about our newly elected mayor, Sherelle Parker. Do you believe that we have uh, we have the right people in place um, to further prevent gun violence in the city? Yes. When, when I hear Sherelle Parker speak, um, like at her inauguration and same with uh, President Kenyatta Johnson, you know, they're strong and then and, and they're, they're, they're the right elected officials. But then still, sometimes it's just it's the same thing, different day. It's just, mm-hmm. that's what it seems like. It's just, you know, there was a fight um, at West Philadelphia High School. I saw that on the news and stuff. And um, but then again, with that, I'd rather have a fight than gun violence. You know, if you had to choose, you you don't want either. But then mm-hmm. fighting is old school. There's, there's there's been fights since the begin since the 1900s. So then you know that was just a fight. But still, it's just it's the same thing almost, and mm-hmm. just a different day. You know, the elected official and Parker and Kiana Johnson and all, and all of them there, and uh, Joanna McClinton, the speaker, they're all great. But you know, what I'm saying they're just. It doesn't we, seem like stuff is really getting done. Now, when they talk about finances and money, you know, and grants and all that, it seems like a lot of stuff is getting done financially. But okay. then the, the the crime and gun violence, it's still a dangerous city. Almost Philadelphia is a very dangerous city. It's beloved. It's the city of brotherly love. That's what they call it. But it's very dangerous. You know what I'm saying? You have to mm. really, 
you know, it's dangerous out there in Philly. And all and, and, and it's also spreading throughout the counties too. Delaware County, Montgomery County, you know, it's spreading and stuff, but then, you know, Philadelphia, it's it's such a it's, beloved city, and you would think that the crime and gun violence wouldn't be so so high when you call it the city of brotherly love. Why call how did you even get that nickname by the way we all act, especially well, black people? Well, the statistics weren't that high when the city was uh, first named the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection to add that as well. But uh, I'm going to go to the phone lines for a moment. Uh, James is calling in on line one. Hi there, James. Thank you for calling. Uh, good evening. Once again, uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Thank Bird. you. Uh, first of all, this is a dangerous plan. Mm. Not just Philly. It's all across the board. And as far as Sherelle uh, Parker, like I mentioned before, I truly believe that she is strong. So strong to cut a tie with a butter knife. Black woman. Black woman. Mm-hmm. Love y'all. Love you more. Thank you, James, for always. Thank you for always, always contributing to the conversation. Thank you so much. Uh, that's that's an interesting point of view. I do want to share. Tretch Ebony is checking in uh, and sending positive vibes to everybody. Malcolm is in agreement with uh, part of what I said. He shares that he hears stuff on the scanner that doesn't make the news all the time, all the time. And uh, Eric shares about Chosen 300. Thank you for your genuine service. It's quite admirable because he's donated in the past to that organization. Um, Louise, hi there, beautiful. Louise Wright, that is. She writes, I just hope it's not the same old, same old with this new administration. I'll just pray and keep my fingers crossed, I guess. I have a feeling that Sherelle Parker is going to make a difference with her administration. You know what I I'm telling? Well, oh, she follows it up by writing. I want to say this black people read Philly 2035 and see exactly where we're going to fit in. Um, Harry shares America is dangerous. It is. It is. It is. It definitely is. Um, I am hopeful. I am hopeful with this new administration, with the new administration. Um, and I know here we are, we're coming up on the end of January and you were talking about the statistics already about gun violence, about how the numbers um, have changed. Here we are now with the numbers with 20% lower than we were at this point last year. I believe that was the point you were making, Aileen. And so I'm hopeful. I am hopeful um, that moving forward and with, you know, the efforts of, of the organizations in which you have involvement and with, uh, coupled with the efforts of this new administration that things will change in a greater way. I, mean, I do have one question though, Carol, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's going to be kind of controversial. Why is it always our people, black folks, Jamaican, African, African-American, whatever you are, you know, why mm-hmm. is it always us that are doing, or mostly us that are doing the gun violence? You know, I sometimes you see... Latino, Spanish, but most of the time, like we see on the news, why is it always our people 
Why? Well, see, that's the point. That's what we see on the news. I, I don't believe we have uh, a correct statistic on who's doing what. What is presented to us visually is always us. Is uh, We are always, we will always, we are, because that's the narrative that is always pushed. That is what, uh, you know, it's, they want us to believe that it's only us. That now that's my own opinion, family. That's my own personal opinion in response to what you asked, Aline, what you said. But family, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Sharon is with us, joining us on the phone on line one. But oops, I just noticed the time. Oh, heavens to Mercatory. Sharon, hold tight, hold tight. <laughs> we're going to take just a short commercial break. And when we come back, Sharon, we're coming right to you. Okay, so stay with us because we'll be right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. And we are back. Hey there, family. Welcome back to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We are talking with Aleem Howell. And before the break, Aleem asked, why is it us? Why is it black and brown people that are always, always, always spotlighted as it pertains to violence and gun violence? That was what you said, Aleem, right? Yeah, well, and, and I don't see the brown as much. But black. Oh, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I stand, I stand corrected. And uh, but you're right about that. You are absolutely right about that. And uh, as we were saying earlier, you know, there are a lot of crimes that take place about which we are not made aware. Um, but that's across the board. Sharon, I did not forget you. Sharon is waiting to join the conversation. Hi there, Sharon. Thank you for your patience. And thank you for calling. Hi, Carol. How are you? I am well. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Well, um, I agree with your guest. Um, whenever I turn on the news or the TV, it's always a black person doing something. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. you say, well, white people do things too. It don't be, it just don't be on, in the news. I don't think that's true. I think when a white person commit a crime, it is in the news. Like the guy who killed the police officer, mm-hmm. that was in the news. But I agree with the um, guest. Why is it that African Americans, not Africans, not Jamaicans, just African Americans is committing all this crime, and I don't, I don't understand it. I, you know, Sharon, I don't understand it either. I, I do believe that there is a narrative that is always pushed, and it is for us to believe that we are violent. It is for us to believe that we are, you know, we're, we are the ones that are always angry. We are the ones that are always destroying, and I believe that that is why we see us more than any other race in the news as it pertains to uh, violence, crime, and things of that nature. I I agree with you both that we see other races in the news. We do, but we don't see them as much. And when we do, they don't receive the same treatment that we receive when we're, they don't receive the the same treatment. Right, but life is not fair. So you you commit a crime whether you're white, black. If one person don't receive... um, Fair treatment. I mean, the person that was receiving the unfair treatment shouldn't did the crime. That's how I feel mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. another comment is, um, how come all these programs are from for men and boys? Like during the pandemic, um, all this money was put into the um the different cities, mm-hmm. and I can't name not one program that was for four young ladies. Actually, there was one. There was one. Well, the one. Be more. There was. Be more. Was there should be more. I agree with you now, Sharon. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But there, I only know one, and that was Desi, Desi's program that she started for young women and girls. 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I like the, um, the fight in West Philadelphia at Paul Robeson Charter School. It was mm-hmm. They had nothing to do. Nobody support them. Nobody cares. So all they do is like have babies at young ages and never felt love and don't give their children love. Mm-hmm. And that's why children are growing up being so angry. They're not receiving love, especially girls. Mm-hmm. We school the boys and, and raise the girls. And that's not right. And that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's nice talking to you. And, you know, hopefully things will get better. I'm going to pray on it, Sharon. I'm going to continue to try to do my part, but I, I'm going to pray on it too. Hopefully things will get better. Thank you so much, Sharon. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Uh, family, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, Harry shares, it's the media. It's the media he shares. Look at the boy that killed the temple cop. Crickets. Crickets. And Malcolm shares that he's in agreement. The larger society controls the narrative. Oh, absolutely, they do. Absolutely, they do. Um, Louise shares exactly. They want us to believe that it's just us. That way, we got to just rid, get rid of them. Don't believe the hype. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Harold. Hi there, Harold. Welcome to the conversation. Uh, he shares, look at the low media coverage of the white guy from Bucks County that murdered the Black Temple University cop. We've been talking about, we're, we were just talking about that. You know, it's family. This is this is what it is. Um, Eric shares. I don't believe it's always us. No, it's not. I've seen many non-black and brown people with guns and drugs engaging in criminal activities. Absolutely. When it is us, it's breaking news and it's very believable by the public. Absolutely. Because of this narrative that has that has been in play for such a very long time, a very, very long time. Um, so, Aline, let me ask you this. What are, what are some of the things that you believe need to take place in order to maybe curb or prevent gun violence? Sherelle Parker had a good plan, and I went on her website, um, her campaign website, and she said more police officers go uh, patrol the streets. Mm-hmm, That's good. Mm-hmm. Just more police officers patrolling the streets. Um, and that that's what I see. So that's what I want to see. But um, everything else, it's really up to our elected officials. But if we had, say, more cop cars throughout Philadelphia patrolling the streets on basically, you know, all the streets and all the neighborhoods, you know, that that would be a little better. Not illegal stop and frisk and stopping and mm-hmm. all that. Not illegal stuff like that, but just patrolling, just a cop car sitting on a parking lot or a playground or something. They're just there. Their presence, their cop cars in the presence. And um, out here up at Darby, they do that at the um, the local McDonald's down the street from the high school. Sometimes okay. the kids after school, they all go to McDonald's, like their hangout spot. And I see up at Darby police cars, you know, planted right there, a few mm. of them sometimes. And then that's that was pretty smart of Superintendent Bernhardt to do that. And then when the kids are out there, they're not out their cars trying to mess with them or... Um, trying to, you know, get them to do something, but they're mm-hmm. just sitting in their cars quietly and they're just patrolling. That's all. That's what they need to do out Philadelphia 10 times more. So you think there need to be more police officers? What about on the home front? What do you think can be done, you know, from the home to help with this, this, this problem? <clears throat> and, and inside the home, you know, not the stereotype of, you know, uh, a black family with no daddy in the house and all that you know but if there's a two-parent household that's even better but mm-hmm. then sometimes you go on you go to west philly north philly and then 
all the homes. Sometimes I don't see how hard it is to stay in the house because sometimes no matter how big your home is, you Mm -hmm. know, I I went to Lower Marion School District. So then the houses around there and say like Gladwin and all that, Charles Barkley, I think he lives in Lower Marion somewhere and he probably has a few houses, but you know, the how they're like mansions and stuff growing up with the kids and Jewish kids out there. So like, but in Philly or whatever, the houses are, it's not that hard to stay in the house though. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You have a video. Okay. You have a video game system. You watch TV. Well, oh, Aleem, I don't want our babies to get stuck in the house on video games. I mean, you know, they've got, oh, just, there's got to know. be some involvement from, you know, the parents or some, some, some adults or, or some responsible adults. Let me, let me, uh, let me toss that, that, that thought around really quickly, but let me go to the phone line because Mark is waiting to join the conversation. Hi there, Mark. Thank you for calling. <laughs> My, my question, I, my, my question is, you remember the incident in Mexico a couple weeks ago with the office down from the L? That? Say that one more. Say that when the office, you said that. Say that one more time. I'm sorry. Okay, you remember a couple of weeks ago, I must believe a guy pushed somebody in front of the L. Oh, I didn't hear that. Someone pushed someone in front of the L. You were talking about two, two weeks ago. I don't hear. I ain't hear no more of the news. I was trying. To, I ain't know you didn't know because I was trying to wonder mm. what ever happened to that. Hmm. Mm. See, you know, that's and I was talking about that. There are a lot. There are so many things that take place. So many, so many stories that we don't we just don't hear that we you know, some are made public, but there is a lot that we just don't know. I think it's hard for us to have a good idea of a legitimate statistic because we don't have all the facts. We, we get what is fed to us, but that's as it pertains to everything. We get what is filtered to us. But Mark, I'm so sorry. I did not know about that. Yeah, because I saw the guy, matter of fact, the guy ran. I said, no, the guy was black that did it. I don't know if the guy was black or white that got pushed under. I, I didn't, I didn't see, you know, the guy that pushed under. It didn't show mm-hmm. black or white, but the guy who did it was black. That's all I know. And that was all that was shared that. Well, I've seen that. I'm, I've seen that when the guy was running. Because yeah, he got up at 40, he ran up to 40 for Mark and they tapped him down there. He yeah, said, so that guy was okay. black. So we are, I do know the guy was black. Mm. Uh, I don't know if the guy was, I don't know if the other guy was black or white. Mm. About maybe two, three weeks ago. I'm so sorry. I was unaware. I am terribly uh, sorry. Okay. But, so um, but thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. You're thank welcome. you so much for joining the conversation and for sharing that with us. Um, well, Aileen, what I will say is that I am, I am truly grateful for the efforts of Race for Peace, Urban Navigation, and Men of Action, Brothers of Faith Incorporated. And uh, so are all of the organizations welcoming? Um, well, let me let me say that. Let me, you know what? Because I'm curious to know, to Sharon's point, um, because maybe if there's some women, some more women involved, maybe we could extend or open up the services to our young women as well. So are there women involved in these uh, organizations as well? And if not, is there an opportunity for that too, happen? Oh, yes. For the Race for Peace organization, um, we had plenty of young women come out to the um, the Race for Peace events, uh, like the ice skating, the meet and greets. Um, and then with the basketball games, Men of Action, Bros of Faith and Urban Navigation, when they had their basketball game a few years ago, there was um, the girls, the girls basketball teams, they, they participate at the Darby Barrow Rec Center. So, um, yes, the, um, the women and young girls, they're, they're welcome to come if they want to. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just that. Like, like what, we were saying, I'm so sorry to have interjected. I mean, I meant I should have been clearer as it pertains to like mentors. Are there any female mentors? Oh, uh, no, 
Okay. <laughs> no, okay. Unless a, unless a political leader comes out, like say Joanna McClinton or Regina Young or something, if they participate in the events, then I guess that. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Okay. No, I, I'm so sorry because I was not clear when I asked that question. But um, I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for coming to share your time and your energy, your attention, and uh, some knowledge with us about everything that you're doing and everything that these organizations are doing. I know we do appreciate it. We truly do. And um, I, I hope you'll come back to visit with us and, and update us and, and, you know, and uh, in the future and what you all have going on. Yes. You will. You'll come back. You'll come back. <laughs> and, if- and actually uh, feel free to, to bring some of uh, the other individuals that are involved in the organizations as well. So you all can talk with us about the different things that you do individually with the organizations, because that would be great too. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Aleem family stay with us. Okay. Because in the next hour, you've been listening to word radio on demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM and online at wordradio.com. 